If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. Since the sandbox fans, we are in the midst of our fantasy content. And now this is where the meat of fantasy football starts to get get enjoyable. We're talking fantasy wide receivers today. I'm giving you guys 25 names. Kev's giving you guys 25 names. 20. 20 names. Yeah, 20. And Lou's giving you 20 names. Yeah. 15. 15 names. 15. Wow. So we all got we all got a little different going on here. And I'm gonna get things started. So to start my Fantasy wide receiver rankings here at 25. Call it low if you want, but I think this is a fair position with the extreme potential to be much higher. Robert Woods. So Robert Woods here at 25. At four, at 24. Pittsburgh Steelers. I feel like last year this was someone that I kind of saw take the steps the most at, out of you know the guys in that wide receiver room. And it was Deontay Johnson, and yeah, he was hurt a lot. But most of the time, he was the guy getting 8 to 10 catches a game. And I feel like that's something that you really need to consider, especially if you're in PPR formats like most of us are, or at least half-point PPR. 23, I got Cooper Cup. And, you know, I feel like with Cooper Cup, every single year he has the potential to be a top mm-hmm. 5, 10 fantasy wide receiver, but it's an injury or it's this or that. So he always, you know, can, can be right around there any given week. Um, gets a lot of catches, you know, being that slot guy in the middle consistently. But just got to, you know, deal with injuries with that as well. 22, Tampa Bay, Godwin, Chris Godwin. And, you know, having the same scenario with Tom Brady, with Mike Evans running it back, I think, you know, the chemistry can only get better for mm-hmm. them. So um, I feel like this could be a really good scenario here for him. And I don't know if his future necessarily is in Tampa Bay as we can see right here. But this year is, and I think they're focused on winning a Super Bowl. So I think Godwin's accepting taking a lesser role than what he normally would if he wasn't, you know, on a team with with Mike Evans or things like that. Um, Because I think he does have the potential to be a wide receiver one. But I I think you can really trust Godwin as a wide receiver two, knowing that he's back on the box. Mm -hmm. And at 21, you guys can call this low. This could be a, a fair spot. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, I think it, that he really has the potential um, with Jimmy Garoppolo staying healthy, with Kittle coming back in a, a good running scenario, to be one of those guys that can arguably be right around 10 for the wide receiver position. Okay, here at 20 for my fantasy wide receiver rankings. I have OBJ, so this could be low. But I think, like I said, with a lot of these guys already, I feel like the potential is so much higher. And I think that we could really see, you know, a healthy season for Odell here. And I'm hopeful for that. I'm still rooting for the guy. Um, And I think Cleveland's a really great scenario. I know, you know, the team is a little bit more disciplined now. And I feel like they have one of the better rosters in the AFC with so much more room to grow. At 19, Tyler Lockett. This could be, like I said, this could be low. This could be um, fair. But I honestly think, you know, we're seeing some things, you know, be a little different in Seattle. And um, I just think that Metcalf is kind of more of the guy now. And Lockett still has, you know, a very beneficial role. Is still a very consistent fantasy option. But I just think, you know, 19 is a fair spot, especially when we don't know injuries yet. 18, I have Kenny Galladay. And, you know, his touchdown potential is really high with the New York Giants. I feel like he's somebody that can really be, you know, 10 to 12 touchdowns. But 
I don't think he's going to be someone that's going to be catching over 100 balls. I don't think he's somebody that's going to be catching for 14, 1500 receiving yards. So, you know, Kenny Galladay is definitely someone that you can rely on to get you, you know, those jump ball catches in the end zone over the opposing quarterback, cornerback. At 17, I got Jamar Chase. So here for the Bengals, I think he's really going to play uh, an important role here with Joe Burrow. And they have a really young core over in Cincinnati with Joe Mixon, with Tyler Boyd and all those guys there in Cincinnati. But uh, I'm looking for that group to continue to grow and take some steps, and I'd love to see them, you know, kind of take that spot above Pittsburgh in, in that division this year. At 16, I have Julio, and that could be low. I know Julio, you know, we talk about is arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL, but learning a new offense, first time out of Atlanta, going with a num- another wide receiver one, a great running game in Derrick Henry and a – Wes, better quarterback mm-hmm. in Ryan Tannehill. Um, I just think that we, we have to have some realistic expectations. And Julio is someone that always deals with injuries. And a lot of the time he plays through them, but a lot of the time he can't. Mm-hmm. And especially those soft tissue ones that get really tough. So I think Julio is more beneficial this year as you know a wide receiver too, a really strong wide receiver too, especially if you compare him with one of those young guys. And I wouldn't even necessarily be against having him and A.J. Brown, Brown on the same team. Mm-hmm. But I think you should just plan, plan accordingly for bye weeks, four injuries and things like that. Right. Um, but I definitely, absolutely think that A.J. Brown has that wide receiver one role. I really definitely. do. Yeah. So I actually have three wide receiver duos on this list, wow. surprisingly. Meaning, you know, obviously six guys, three different pairs on the same team. But at 20, I got Adam Thielen. And I know that's low. But I feel like where Justin Jefferson came in and had such a good season last year that I'm, I'm not going to say they're going to cater to him, but I definitely think they're going to look to keep throwing the ball to him, especially where he's so much younger. They're going to want to build, you know, that core in Minnesota for years to come. So Adam Thielen, 20, can't put him really any lower. Guy's still a top 20, top 15, top, whatever you want to argue. Guy's a solid wide receiver. At 19, I got Robert Woods. And I personally am not a fan of Robert Woods. I've drafted Cooper Cup the last, I don't know, four or five years on different teams in all different leagues. And for some reason, Robert Woods always ends up putting up the better numbers, and it pisses me off. So you know what? I'm giving Robert Woods the nod at 19. (laughs) At 18, I got Brandon Ayuk. I think his ceiling can be higher than 18, especially, you know, with his role in the 49ers. But coming into the season, not knowing if it's going to be, you know, Jimmy G star, we don't know what the situation is there. And with their defense coming back healthy and stuff like that, you know what I mean. So I, I just want to watch the first few first few weeks, see how see how it goes. But Brandon Ayuk got to be in the top twenty. At seventeen, it's maybe high. I don't know. Guy's the number one wide receiver, DJ Moore. I got DJ Moore from the Carolina Panthers. I like. I'm not even gonna say the upgrades, but I like the I like the acquisitions they made in the offseason. McCaffrey coming back healthy is gonna be huge because all the linebackers are gonna be focused on containing him. So I think DJ Moore is gonna have another decent year. 16, I got Chris Godwin. I'll just leave it at that because he's one of my peers. So, Chris Godwin, 16, love <laughs> All right, so at 15 for wide receivers, I have Terry McLaurin. I just think, like Steve said, with Fitzpatrick, I think there's more uh, touchdown and big play potential. He's going to let it loose. There's no more of these, you know what I mean, five-yard safety routes and, and not being able to push the ball downfield because Dwayne Haskins is going to throw a pick or Alex Smith just throws five yard digger dunks. That's just not going to happen anymore. 14, I have Julio. Um, I just think, like Steve said, he's going to be the two, 
But again, I think in a PPR league, he's going to get you eight catches a game when he's healthy. 90. I mean, he averages 90 yards like per game. That's like the most in NFL history, and I don't think that'll change. 13, I have Thielen. Uh, I have Justin Jefferson pretty high on this list, but I think Thielen will still stay strong. And, and according to Vegas, Minnesota's great this season. So <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, 11, I have A-Rob. And then 10, I have Amari Cooper. I think that connection with Dak is going to be strong, and I just think he's consistent. And and I, I based mine off PPR. So, again, that's another guy who will give you that eight to nine catches and 100 yards when he's healthy. All right, to pick things up at 15, this is where it starts getting spicy in the wide receiver rankings. 15, Adam Thielen, and he is ranked behind Justin Jefferson for me. You guys will hear Justin Jefferson eventually in these rankings. At 14, I have Mike Evans. So still not as high as some would think, but I think, you know, as of right now, the wide receiver position is really healthy going into the fantasy season, and Mike Evans is still going to get you a 1,000 yards as we've seen every single year in his career. He's going to push, you know, those double-digit touchdowns. But last year, you know, he was really injury-plagued. So I'd like to see what he can have, you know, in a second year with Brady. That's why I'm so excited about guys like him, guys like Godwin. And I'm even kind of excited about Brady as a fantasy option this year. And I think I like him now, like him more now as a fantasy option than I did on New England. Mm -hmm. Call me crazy. Next. Michael Thomas at 13, I feel like this is a generous spot, a really generous spot. He's going to miss some time. He's going to fall in drafts. So, you know, I, I really feel like a fair spot in, in a 12-person league could be like a fourth-round um, selection. Uh, in a 10-person league, maybe around five. Um, but Michael Thomas is a premier talent. We just don't know the quarterback scenario going I f- on. I feel like he'll be such a steal that low, too. Like, And it's crazy because, like, three years ago, if you ever told me Mike Michael Thomas was going to go below like four for like wide receivers. You know what I mean? I would have called you crazy. Now he's like not even in people's top 15. It's yeah. crazy. No, absolutely. But rightfully so. At 12, C.D. Lamb. So you guys heard how bold I was talking about C.D. Lamb in my rankings before, you know, this episode. And I'm just continuing that in my rankings. At 11, Allen Robinson. feel like you have to have him right around that 10 spot. And I feel like his quarterback scenario is only getting better with Justin Fields going there. So definitely have to get him at that spot. All right, at 15, that's where I got Julio. And I think his potential to be you know back in the top 10 is there. But again, like you said, Steve, with injuries and just with all the other options they have, I mean, it's going to be hard to be a top 10 fantasy receiver when you got arguably the best fantasy running back on your team. You know what I mean? That just demands the ball so much. So think he can move up, but 15's a good spot and can't really put him any lower. At 14, I got Kenny Galladay. And I think that's just because I feel like his role has, you know, it's weird because I don't want to say increase because he was on the Lions who didn't really have a great offense, but I feel like his role was upgraded. He's got yeah, a better absolutely. quarterback. Well, I wouldn't even, a younger quarterback. You know, better other options on the offense, better defense, everything. He's, he's just got, got it going for him. And if he could put up those numbers last year with an aging Matt Stafford and a horrible defense and an eh, rookie running back, you know what I mean? There's there's no reason that he shouldn't put up those type of numbers this year. Mm-hmm. At 13's where I got Justin Jefferson. Again, I had Thielen at 20. I got Justin Se- Jefferson at 13. Like I said, I feel like he's going to start kind of creeping up and taking over as that 1A option in Minnesota. Just, you know, because they want to build that future. Yeah, absolutely at, tw- is. At, at 12, I got A.J. Brown. Might be high on some people's list, not sure, but 
having him and Julio, you know, 12 and 15, I feel like that's a plus for the Titans. You know what I mean? Having them both in the top 15 and stuff like that. And A.J. Brown's clearly the number one option there. I'm not going to come out and say Julio is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Julio's obviously the better wide receiver and has the better career. But at the moment, A.J. Brown's the Titans' number one, and I think they know that, and I think that's the role he's going to take on. And at 11, I got C.D. Lamb. Steve, you've been talking high yes, on him. Sir. I've been talking high about the Cowboys and their offense and Dak possibly playing at that MVP level again. And if that were to happen, I think C.D. Lamb's going to be on the receiving end of a lot of that big idea, catches. Kev. Love that out of you. So, I'm actually just going to finish mine because I already gave you my 10. That was an accident. So, 9, I have DK Metcalf. And I know me and Steve aren't, like, the biggest DK Metcalf fans because of all the comparisons. But I think this year we'll kind of see the same thing where he's going to catch a lot of touchdowns. They're going to be some big bombs. I think when they play the Rams, he's going to be a non-factor. So, be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then an 8, I have Keenan Allen. Uh, I would love to put him higher. I just think that... Herbert is very good, but he spreads the ball around a lot. And then Austin Eckler is there to take away possessions as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, a a low risk, solid reward with Keenan Allen, depending where you get him. Seven, I have AJ Brown. Six, I have Calvin Ridley. So this is where it gets interesting. Uh, I switched it up a little bit. I have D Hop at five. I know with Arizona, it's supposed to be having their first real good season since they went to the NFC Championship with Carson Palmer, but. <clears throat> I just don't see their offense being that great. I think it's going to be a combo of both. I still don't trust their running backs. I think they're just, I don't know. I, I'm I'm iffy on Arizona, so I have D-Hop at five. Kyler too, still. Yeah, kind of. He's a good baseball slide, though. <laughs> Four, I have Diggs. I just think that's a no-brainer. He's in the top five. Three, I have Justin Jefferson. I, I, I really think that between possessions, wow, touchdowns, and just overall volume, I, I think he's going to be right up there. Wow, Two, I have Tyreek. And then uh, one, I have Adams. Yep, I, I hey. just because I don't see Buffalo's offense being the same, and now Emmanuel Sanders is there. And I think we've seen the best of Diggs. I don't think we've seen the best of Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even hate that. I think Justin Jefferson is crazy good, crazy talented. Just Kirk. And, yeah, nah, imagine, <clears throat> but like, Kev, this is a scenario where imagine you had Mahomes. Oh, done, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm going to come in here at 10. I'll go through and I'll finish my list Sounds as well. Good. 10 Keenan Allen and you know I feel like that's a fair spot he's always yeah. around that 10 spot just gotta watch out for injury with him but his his value is only getting better with Justin Herbert being there nine Terry McLaurin and honestly I, I really wish I could have had him higher you know maybe potentially switching <clears throat> spots with Metcalf when you hear when I have him I am huge on Terry McLaurin big 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 fan eight even bigger fan of this guy, A.J. Brown. So I mm-hmm. talked about, you know, all these young guys being um, extremely valued on my fantasy rankings this year, and here they are um, taking the eight, 9, 8, and 7 spot because 7, I have Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Lou, I, like I said, I don't hate you having him as high as you do, and I think the potential to be there is every single week. Last year I traded for him right before he blew up, um, and he's going to be my keeper in, in the league I do with, with mm-hmm. Kenny and his family. And I got him. I got Jonathan Taylor, so yep. I got some pretty good keeper options. And you know I got Taylor and I got mm-hmm. Taylor, Dobbins, and Saquon as my keeper We're all options. young and we're all powerful at the running back position yep. in Yahoo. Spring chicken. We really, I, between me and you, we really do control because I have Chubb and Henry. Yep. So, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't or, you have or, Cook too? No, I traded, uh, 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 I traded yeah. somebody. I, I forget. I have those two for sure. But to go next on my list is also another young receiver. And five is also another young receiver, so I want you guys taking your notes. At six, I got DK Metcalf. So 
Like I said, I don't think that the Calvin comparisons are fair, so let's not entertain that conversation. But DK Metcalf is still an incredible talent, incredible player. As, as long as he can stop the drops, we talk about that consistently. You could talk all you want, wear whatever you want, but if you're dropping the ball, you're still going to get that disrespect on your name. And I don't want to even say it's disrespect because it's not. But if you want us to start respecting your name like Calvin, then stop with the drops. Five, Calvin Ridley. Another young receiver. And, you know, it's really just their time. And I'm not saying that these guys in, in my top aren't, it's not their time because it still is too. But these guys that I'm talking about on the back half of my top 10 are just scratching their prime. These guys that are in our top five are either in the last couple of years of their prime or we may potentially see, you know, the last of their prime already. So here at four, I have D-Hop. So I think D-Hop is definitely someone that's paid handsomely. But that Cardinal scenario is, is very different, difficult, and it's different. And I think he's going to be great regardless. But do I think that he's going to be the best wide receiver in the NFL at the end of this year? No, I don't. And I thought that he was going to be a better receiver going to Arizona than he was last year. And I think that there was a lot of miscommunications. And I don't know if that's just being the first year or the communication from Kyler. I feel like there's a big age gap, and I feel like D-Hop isn't someone that likes to talk, and I feel like mm-hmm. Kyler is is someone that, like, is very, like, specific about, like, his business, and the way he handles himself is more, like, toward, towards, like, us and the younger demographic, and not mm-hmm. saying that D-Hop is, like, that much older, but someone that's closer to 30 yeah. might not, like, want to be, like, handling Now, that's like a case that. where I feel like... He downgraded in the quarterback position. You know what I mean? When you go from having Deshaun Watson throwing to you. Well, it wasn't his mean? choice. No, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, just for yeah, his, abso- his effectiveness. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, his, his years with Deshaun Watson could have been the best in yeah. his career. Who knows? Three, Tyreek Hill. And I'd love to see him race Usain Bolt. Um, he might be able to beat him in a 40, but he won't beat him in a 100. No. Uh, that's a fact. Not, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, as long as he's Patrick Mahomes' number one wide receiver, I feel like that's all we really need to keep him in the top three. Two, Stephon Diggs, and he was my one until this guy just came back with, with Rodgers coming back, and that's Tay. Mm-hmm. Tay yeah. Adams, yeah, Devontae yeah. Adams. So he has to be number one. Um, as long as he stays healthy, Diggs stay healthy, those, those guys should should really produce to to a very high level. All right, I'll finish my list off too then. At 10, I got my boy A-Rob. And yes, Justin Fields will be starting by week two, if not week one. Lock it in. Let's hope so. At nine, I got T-Mac, Terry McLaurin. Like you, Steve, would like to get him higher, but I just think everyone else above him is more established, has better quarterbacks, etc. At eight, I got Calvin Ridley. And he's another guy who I'd like to have higher, but I feel like he's going to catch so many like double teams this year yeah, and yeah. shadows over the top that it might be hard to get him the ball in some situations, especially if they're trailing too. Uh, at seven, I got Keenan Allen. Again, Justin Herbert's starting to emerge as you know a very elite quarterback in this league after just one year. Keenan Allen's arguably you know one of the best route runners in the game, so got to put him there, top seven. At six, I got Mikey Evans, so that completes my... Uh, my Tampa Bay duo that I get in there. Got Mike Evans at six. I mean, he is what he is. He's a top five, six, you know, projected wide receiver every year, and he always puts up the numbers, so hard to take him out. At five, might be a little high. I don't know. But I got DK Metcalf at number five. I think Russ is going to come out, and it's weird because I don't even want to say have a chip on his shoulder because I feel like Russ has had bigger chips on his shoulder. But I feel like we're going to see a different Russ this year. I feel like we're going to see a Russ that's more cool, calm, and collective and just, like, you know what I mean? And, and less picks, I feel like, too. We'll see. So, at four, 
Bill's Mafia against Stefan Diggs, baby. <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Sweet Are you feet. part of Bill's sweet, Mafia? Sweet feet, I like to Are call Are you part him. of Bill's Mafia? At three, I got Tyreek Hill. <laughs> no comment. At two, I got D-Hop. And then at one, I got Devontae Adams. And that's very highly reliant on Aaron Rodgers. Yes. If he wasn't playing, who knows where Devontae Adams would have been in the rankings. Fans, we need you. We need your help to stop pressuring Kev to answer the question. If he's part of Bill's Mafia, he can no longer root for the Patriots. So let's put some pressure on the kid. We'll see if he crumbles and makes diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, that is going to wrap things up for our fantasy wide receiver ranking. So happy that we could finally get here and talk about fantasy football. Let's go, go, man. Let's go. Buck. And soon. We'll have a nice trophy down here because your boy's a fantasy champion. Ah. Yes, sir. But, guys, you know the deal. Leave us that five-star review on censushandbox.net or Apple Podcasts. Go to our YouTube, like, subscribe, and put that notification bell on. And we will see you guys September 1st at our pop-up event. See you later. Okay, Kev's the only one of us left to get a W.